ho, ho. I'm gonna call John down. Can we all just beat this <laughs> real quick? Here we go. Her testicles are 10 times as big as mine. This is the worst story I've ever heard. Punch this guy in the back of the head for 15 minutes. Swollen hands, swollen eyes, swollen balls. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> Eli, he's 100%. Jewish, okay? He's meanwhile. Dude, we're Christmas. What happened to Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everyone. Cut the fucking gimmick off. You tried to go halfway here, with the yarmulke I, said, thing. I told you here. Here, I will switch. I'll wear the beat up one. These have sizes. So this is medium. You, you have Mine is us. fucked up, man. Here, that's a large. Head. No, this is medium. Well, this is a lar large. Yeah, this is a yarmulke. Look, dude, we got yeah, these see? from Walmart. We're gonna get fucking lice. <laughs> yeah, we got them from Walmart. Are they We're supposed not, to sit right I on top of your head? I don't know. Walmart I, videos. <laughs> dude, we were just talking about people, people at Walmart. Walmart. <laughs> you remember that website, people at Walmart? Yeah. There, we're Christmassy guys. We did it. Ho ho ho. Whoa, whoa. Can you say ho on the internet? I think so. Yeah, I can. I'm Jewish. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's my go-to. <laughs> I can. I'm Jewish. <sighs> and on that note, welcome to another episode of Unsubscribe. Cody, get her going. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Unsubscribe podcast. I'm joined today by Eli Double Tap, Mr. Tim Kennedy, and Bill Goldberg. I don't know what we're doing. We're I just like, hey, a, this, like, yeah. this was a spur of the moment type thing. <laughs> Now, like, what's up, everyone? We actually decided to do this as a uh, just a Merry Christmas to everyone that's going to be uh, by themselves or alone on that day or having a harder holiday. So this is a just a surprise for all you beautiful people out there. These fine gentlemen decided to sign up. They were like, veterans, no. And I was like, but come on, guys. And they're like, eh, fine. And then they well, why'd you look at me when you said that? <laughs> that's kind of no. horrible. Now they all wanted to come out, give some Christmas cheer and holiday. Cody covered down, we all covered down. So Merry Christmas, everyone. This is a surprise. Hanukkah's over, so I'm free. Yes, right? When does Hanukkah end? I don't know. Oh, you're a terrible Jew. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing a oh, fucking like, Christmas hat. I don't know hat, if I can right? be on this episode. This is going to be awesome. <laughs> and we're off. And we're full sim right out the okay. gate. Hey, how much of it was recorded before you started doing the intro? Right when Bud Light was brought. I'm joking. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was, the, when we dropped the slurs. <laughs> <too. Yeah. laughs> yeah. There's a lot of cameras over there, and yeah. I didn't know how much. Uh, like, are we going to jail or just getting caught, kicked off all social media? It's all social. Your, your exactly. career's dead. And we're going to jail, you'll be yeah. fine. Right. Yeah, <laughs> just everyone's canceled after this episode. <laughs> Are those pushable buttons? Because that is a fun. No, Tim, thing. that's the audio. Tim wants to Don't touch push everything. Buttons, yeah. Tim, you're already like, is that a sword? Are those pushable buttons? Is that a sword? There's another sword over there. <laughs> Why? I've had one of those for two years. I I still don't know how to use it. Do you even know what this is? The road roadcaster. I can read too. 
fucker. I can't <laughs> I can't read from here, but I'm just saying, yeah, I got one. I, I have one. I just sure don't the, know how to the use Pro it. Two. Yeah, the Pro the Pro yeah. Caster Two. Yeah. Guys, pro. First off, thank says. You Thank you guys for showing up today. I'm so I'm so excited to see you. We got to have a fantastic sushi dinner with Mr. Bill. Uh, what last week he? Had oh, the it worst was such luck. a memorable experience. <laughs> yeah, thank God it wasn't watching. Like, were there p parasites? Was no. There... Uh, um, I had to stop and get gas about five minutes out. I unfortunately uh, uh, had a a nozzle that wasn't working properly and I pulled it, extracted it from the truck and it was going still on full blast and I got myself from head to toe basically with gas uh, and walked in the yeah. restaurant and was wondering why people were staring at the, me. The, the restaurant is the size of this right yeah. here. Yeah, it was It's like he walked horrible. in like, what the fuck? Gasoline <laughs> strong. Oh. Have you seen that video of the old man? He's filling his truck up and uh, that van pulls up and they're trying to either kidnap him or uh, just assault him. And, and he Didn't just he spray it on him. Yeah, yeah, he, he just, just pulls it out. He's like, and then he sticks it in the window. Great job, dude, because it works. Dude, that was amazing. Yeah. I did it to myself. He walked in and he, I thought he was making up. He was like, late, it spilled gas on myself. I'm so sorry. I was like, this mother. And he's like, oh, God. Oh, I'm high. Yeah, Bill, Bill, what the fuck? I was not fabricating that story. It was horrible. And he sat there like a champ. For two hours of dinner and drinks. The waitresses were like champs because, yeah, they were, it was brutal. Mm -hmm. I, I won't reenact that. Ever. Was the sushi good, though? Oh, oh sushi, sushi was fantastic. Have you, you've been to, no. You, oh, you haven't had no, any The only times I come down here is to, to shoot things, to hang out with you guys. That's, that's, that's it. Well, we'll have to take you to, um, that. why am I spacing Don't say it unless they oh, pay yeah, for the episode. Mind. Yeah, sponsor <laughs> this. That's right. <laughs> No, like we, they, we, they sponsor the podcast. Can you imagine? <laughs> we, 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 <laughs> that's even, that's <laughs> probably the funniest joke of the whole night, right there. <laughs> oh my god! If they this, only this one-off sushi restaurant is just sponsors us. But no, it's wonderful. It's right here at the Rim in San Antonio. It's I mean, some of the best sushi I've ever had. Bill told me about it. Matt uh, Carricker told me about it. Yeah, I love the Rim. The uh, right off sixteen and four yep. military base that I had drilled on drilled at for a really long time that was like the go-to delicious food and uh if you want to feel like bougie you know like be a total posh guy you're just covered in all the disgusting things that you get at camp Bullis, and um you go over there and everybody looks at you like you don't belong and i love it this it's is fantastic yeah the, the rim is the guys. If you don't know the rim, it is where it's as you said. It's a bougie area where you, if you own a Ford, it will get stolen, yep, or robbed every time. How many times have you been broken into there? Uh, Fourteen times. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> this is Brand not an exaggeration. So Brand Brandon is like nine times now, and they stole his truck. Why don't you just hide in the back and start having some? Fun? That's what I'm saying. I, we were talking about doing a video like that. No, doing now like that a, you've a done that, they thing. can't do that. We can just well, we can hide the, the back. Yeah, we can. <laughs> yeah, I'm you in. can. <laughs> oh, look, Santa. Someone's got to hide the back. <laughs> this entire thought just gave me an erection. <laughs> now I have an erection. The thought of Santa. Yeah. Do you guys want to go grab Brandon's truck and beat the shit out of some, some thieves? Blast. <laughs> yes. This is our There's holiday really fear. <laughs> <laughs> shows wait, wait, shows wait, recording that? us with baseball bats. Like, Why'd they put jingle all the way on the front of this <laughs> and just hard cut to them beating the shit out of people for an hour? Hour and a half. <laughs> I can see it. Now. That's like San Francisco level car break-ins. That's bad, dude. Yeah, sorry. They, I'm sorry. They just know. They know that F-150s, especially, you can just pop the handle and yeah. open them up, and the alarm doesn't even go off. So it's fucking. You hear wild. that, everybody? 
Don't get an F-150. He's not joking. Like, my favorite was Cody walked in to check something at the bowling alley. You got, they broke into your car in that five-minute window. You walked out. I came up, and the cops were pulling over. Old white guy walked up. He's like, hey, Ford. Uh, He's like, "Uh, they they opened the door. No alarm. He's like, yeah, how'd you know? He's like, yeah. It's a known factor. I worked for Ford. I'm one of the higher ups. We were just never going to do anything about it. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it would cost too much to fucking actually recall and do it. (laughs) I thought they were the most stolen vehicle. F one fifties, dude. That thing is brutal. They just it it, because there's no alarm that goes off. You, it's like a screwdriver or whatever. You just pop it. The uh, well, the alarm is is on the grill. You can just reach in through the grill and pull the uh, alarm cable. It's just a plug-in. You don't even have to cut it. You just unplug it. Take notes. And then yeah. screwdriver on the driver's side door. This makes me angry. Yeah. It's pretty yeah. fucking lame. This I like episode. I like just and justice. And when you you hear things of injustice and you're just like, I have to fix this. Let's so, do, do the Steam vi- I'm the in. Sting video with Let's, me. Can we, can we do this? Yeah, yeah. I've been talking to the local San Antonio police. It would be fun. I, just I like, mean, I don't think it would be breaking like, any laws. Like we can't, we can't like man. Tra- I mean, man trapping is legal in Texas, but we can't. You know, we no, can't no, no, just no. like like we we go and park a Ford, and we have coincidentally a bunch of cameras that are yeah, every direction. And then what we what we were thinking is because they always go after guns. Is we take a replica gun and just put like an Apple AirTag in it and yeah. just track where they go and work with the police to. You seen the guy that uh, his, the porch pirates were taking <laughs> all the stuff off of his I'd rather porch, shoot him. And he started putting tracking devices. Yeah, Mark, uh, the Mark Rover. Is yeah, that's right. Him? Yep. Yeah, um, we can do that with guns. But I also it kills them. <laughs> I bring it with <laughs> dog shit. Make it explode when they grab it. Yeah. That's what he was doing. He was taking fart spray and like yeah, fart spray and around. That's I like your, yours is just like no. I want dog shit that explodes like <laughs> an actual tannerite explosion of dog shit. <laughs> well, why? Like their windows blow. No. If you're gonna go, then go. Yeah, go go hard. Like we run we, hard in the paint. I'm just saying. Why why do something half ass if you can go full ass? Oh God, we get charged for making a fucking chemical biological IED <laughs> with dog shit. Because Bill thought it was funny. <laughs> well, we're all terrorists now, Bill. This is great. He gets away because he's Jewish, as he said. He's like, well, I'm Jewish. Oh, I go to excuse. The Jews, the Jews are not getting away with anything these days. Not, yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's the opposite of what's too. happening right now. They're just randomly being assaulted on on uh, any form of public transportation. Please, please, come fucking assault me. I am yeah. begging you. Could, could Why you pick on the Bill? little motherfuckers? Come after me. No, they, they only want unarmed civilians in tiny little just villages. Soft targets. Yeah. 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 You're not exactly a soft target, Bill. You're a very scary target. <laughs> oh, I mean, you know. He is intimidating. For the right? whole, for my whole existence, man, you know, I mean, everybody thinks that everybody's, uh, all the Jewish people are the... Small, you know, people that keep to themselves and their, their accountants and their lawyers, their whatever. Man. They're also those things. They are, but they're <laughs> also me, right? Yeah. So I mean, pick on one of me. That's all I'm saying. That's uh, no, they won't. Cowards and bullies. Even though we want to bring bullies back, I know they never go after the strong ones. Yeah. Yet. 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 <laughs> so you guys just met. It was. An amazing experience. It was probably one of my highlights at Range Day because I had Bill. He's like, Eli, what? You know Tim? I'm like, ah, what? Ah, don't be, ah, don't <laughs> trust me. Giant white man. 
you I jumped into action. Up. I threw my wall. <laughs> you jumped into action like nobody I've ever seen, dude. I, I can't thank you enough. I mean, it was, that was cool. I and appreciate it. It was thankfully much. easy to narrow you down because you had a douchebag helicopter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Middle. That was simple. I got some serious <laughs> simple. Tim at? The helicopter. <laughs> Fucking Tim texted me the day before. Can I bring a helicopter? Yes, Tim, you can bring a helicopter. <laughs> that would work out really well. I was going though. to meet Elvis cool. or something. <laughs> It was really, it was really fucking. And cool, then Shane though. was embarrassed because that's like his commuter helicopter, one of uh, one of his many. And he's like, uh, "I didn't know there's gonna be that many people. I would have brought a bougie helicopter." And I was like, <laughs> "Oh my god, oh, and, god. yeah." <laughs> <laughs> you never hear the fucking end of it. So much worse. <laughs> brought his commuter helicopter. Yeah. Thank it is god. Just, he won't drive. <laughs> yeah, he just flies his helicopter. Yeah, he won't oh. drive, and I think we're better off for it. Okay. Um, he's not made to be behind a wheel. He's a he's a scary. He's one of those guys, you know. Dude, it was well, you pulled up. I don't know if any of you seen some of the Insta the not Instagram or the influencers that were taking. They took pictures of you landing, and then they took video. It was a video of you landing, and then it was not you. You couldn't see who's landing the helicopter, and then them. Another shot of them walking away from the oh, helicopter nice. like they were in the yeah. vehicle. There was multiple people I'm all that about did that. that. It's good for them. <laughs> I was yeah. like, exactly. Thank, thank you, Shane. Thank Aren't you. Glad you did that. Yeah, I, I made it home to my kids, uh, getting out of school in time. Thank you. I love you. Yeah, um, awesome. What was that? There was a guy like wearing a VR drone headset, and he and Shane had already spun up. I heard this story. Oh yeah, we saw that about to happen. And and uh, rudder washes. Like it creates instability as it's starting to build those RPMs. It starts sucking and pushing, and and it's very unpredictable like how that's going to work. Shooting through rudder wash is hard, and this guy's going to fly a drone in between the ground and the rotors. And uh, please tell me it ate it. Oh well, had Tim one of those rotors hit. We're, you know, we're talking like a two, three hundred thousand dollar fix because. Each one of those is, you know, a hundred grand scientifically. And then you have to replace them both. And that helicopter stuck there. So you either have to bring a mechanic there or you have to pack that thing up and drive it to the helicopter aviation mechanics. And, um, and this guy didn't care. He just cared about his shot. So I'm like, whose drone is? And I turn around, this guy's wearing the nerdiest <laughs> shit. And he's like, totally. And it's like, Hey, don't fucking hit this helicopter. And he's still like in the zone and he can't hear. I mean, he can hear me, but obviously he's like a, a exclusion of any sensors besides what he's trying to do, which is destroy Shane's helicopter. And I run, run up there. And I start screaming at him. And I was like, don't bust my buddy's helicopter who did me a favor to bring me down here. And I was like, oh. yeah, we, we heard the story. <laughs> yeah. I didn't. I didn't hear that part. I, I heard the. Did you see that fucking idiot fly that drone near the helicopter? I, I, like, I, I, I heard guy. that. It's like, yeah, Tim lit him up. Like that's that was the yeah. story of the conversation. It's like, yeah, Tim laid into that guy. I was like, ah, there we go. Yeah. There we go. I was. It was a good time though. That Tim's race was great. And then introducing you guys, it was just. I was like, oh look, this is cute. Now kiss. Kid. Yeah, kiss. No kid. We didn't no. get that part filmed. No, we missed that. <laughs> that's next time. That was a that's wild group episode. of people. You had. I like how you. Can you really encompass all of that with the, just wild? <laughs> From, you know, the, the, the Chuck Liddells and the Huna de Santos and... I forgot about them. Holy shit. So they're over there telling stories back to beginning of bare knuckle fights <laughs> in Brazil. And they had friends when Chuck had to fight um, Pele down in Brazil, which was 
There were no rules. You couldn't eye gouge. Uh, that's it, actually. So you could steal soccer kicks. Actually, God I think damn. that's it. And DeSantos knew some of the people that were cornering Pele when Chuck, Chuck fought this dude for like 30 minutes fought straight. It's one of the most epic, brutal fights ever. Nobody's ever, ever, two, two guys that then become epic, famous fighters. But that fight in Brazil went on. And listening to these two legends tell stories, uh, I'm just like, this is, ad-. and then you walk up. I I'm was like, the same Fuck day. It. <laughs> Best day ever. <laughs> Best day ever. But I, I, I went right to Chuck. And uh, I had met, uh, who was the other guy that was with him? Who are you, Santos? Yeah. I had met him right at his first UFC fight down at uh, Miramar yeah. because we did a deal for the troops down yeah, there. Yeah, you were too. And um, those dude, and Ch- I had just seen Chuck in England this summer. And the stories from Chuck are fucking absolutely epic. I mean, I told you about some of the stories because I remember Pride when. I used to go over there because Pride used to own the wrestling company called Hustle One. So I used to wrestle for their sister company, but they'd cross-promote during Bumbaye, which was at New Year's Eve. And I was there when Sap powerbombed Nagara and when Randleman, I kind of pulled those guys out of a... No, I can't go into that story. Why? Oh, yes, you can. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. This, this, they, they were, they were, this, this is a long time ago. and Then they're fine with it. Yeah, yeah. They're, I'm they're, not they're worried about them. <laughs> I'm not, I don't give a fuck about them. Statute of limitations does not apply. Yeah, we're we, talking we about had like this, Japan story. We had the same <laughs> agent, and I may have had to pull them out of a strip club at like 2.30 oh, in the morning surprised. the night before Randleman knocked Krokop out. These guys were fighting before. They were drinking and doing strip clubs. The night of a fucking pro fight. I, I've known Chuck for thirty years in front of a hundred thousand people. The the things I could tell you that Chuck did the night before fights. There's yeah, no these, are, we all these know are the ones I can tell. These are the ones I can tell. Yeah, I think we all fighters are fighters. They, oh. they go in the ring, they yeah. beat the shit out of their livers right before in their bodies, and they're like, "Now it's time for." It was just an, it was just so much different back then, yeah. right? I mean. It was awesome. Dark ages. It was <laughs> fucking fighting. Krokop asked me to come train with him in Croatia, and I looked at him like he had a dick growing out of his forehead. There's no fucking way I <laughs> would have gone over there. He was completely yeah. serious. Hey, listen, we just we we kill some communists, and, and then, then we, um, we kill some radicals, do and some then cardio. do some cardio, and then you put on some stripy shorts. No, we kick people. Jesus we stretch. Christ. Yeah, we stretch. That's when it was like a video game. You know, it was like yeah. a video game. Everybody represented their own discipline and. It was as stereotypical as you could ever get, but it was fucking awesome. Those are the stories. Like we were deep diving into those. Like during dinner, it was. Pride. I didn't know you were such a huge Pride fan. That's where I grew up. I loved Pride back in the day. I was like, oh, Sakuraba, the Gracie Hunter, all that, and then Vanderlei Silva. I, I mean, literally everyone during that. I was era there was comment- so commentating one time, or guest commentating with Rutan and and uh, Morrow. Holy shit! And uh, I was religion. there. And they had me commentate for Fry's fight against LeBanner. And I had, like, bad sushi the night before, so I ran to the bathroom. And by the time I came back, the bell rang, and LeBanner ran across and didn't let Fry out of the corner, remember? (sighs) It was a a completely different time. You have a Don Fry voice, by the way. Do I? Oh, do I? (laughs) It was was, tough. I was in, like, a movie with Fry... C.T. Fletcher and and uh, 
and Ron Jeremy. I mean, throw that one in a bag and see what you fucking get. Yeah, what oh. movie was that, Bill? Exactly. Yeah, it well. wasn't. It wasn't a Ron Jeremy movie, but it I was an absolutely was. ridiculous fucking movie. But. It was an interesting group of people, let's just say. The Two Towers, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Won some awards. Yeah. <laughs> I threw that one out there as bait for you guys. <laughs> as I opened my second beer. Good, good. But yeah, like Tim, you're, this leads into the questions I have. I wanted, we're going to go to some military stuff later. I want your guys' craziest on... It's almost like your craziest fight sequence or something leading up to a fight. And then also mm. that story of, hey, yeah, I traveled and this happened overseas during one of your events or something like that. Because I know, Bill, you have already some of the craziest ones. It's just your like your day-to-day activity and you're one of the greatest storytellers I've met. So we were just like watching and listening Set the other night. That. Damn, um, Skippy, thank you, I, do. I, I mean, it, it's not a spectacular story, but I remember filming... Uh, Longest Yard? No, it wasn't the Longest Yard. It uh, was with Steve Martin and uh, Brandon Fraser. It was a Disney movie. It was it was a far departure from the criminal I usually play. But um, <laughs> I had a, a to wrestle in Japan, and I had to fly from L.A. to San Fran to meet my opponent, which was Rick Steiner. And uh, we flew... We got on a plane together, flew from there to Tokyo, got off a plane in Tokyo, jumped on a helicopter, flew to Osaka, landed, got in a van, changed clothes in the van, got to the venue, and freaking wrestled and flew home the next day. I mean, there's not a lot of sexiness in that story, but, I mean, it was just kind of how we did things back then. It was just like back-to-back, no stop. And that was how many days a week you would do a lot of your... Well, I mean, the trips to Japan were, were few and far between, but when you did them, you'd either go and stay for a period of time to where you adjusted the jet lag, or you'd go back before the jet lag even hit you, right? I'm sure you're used to stuff like that, but those were the days. Traveling to Japan was was unbelievable. Because that was I mean, like Wrestling a- there was unreal. It's such a huge, a lot of people don't realize the level that wrestling, pro wrestling is huge in America. Pro wrestling is also fucking massive in Japan. And then those dudes also fight. Like pride fighters are like, oh, I was a pro wrestler. Also, I do pride at that time. And now whatever. And you brought it up. Sakuraba is probably the best example of that. I mean, fuck. I mean, he was God in both. And what they, they revere wrestlers. It's unbelievable. I mean, Bob Sapp. We were having so much. I'm not going to talk about the commercial where he <laughs> acted like a monkey, and I didn't, I didn't understand, you know, how he could demean himself like that, right? I mean, it's my first trip to Japan. I get up in the morning and I look at the commercial, and it's like Bob sitting in the a kitchen, and he's got some kind of a fake wig on, and he's sounding like a chimp and he's eating a banana and i'm like this is Fuck, J- man are you kidding yeah. me this and i went Japan, down though. i mean this it, is this it, is exactly how they it's exactly how they roll and i didn't get it right yeah. and he went down i was he was like <laughs> i'm over 500 commercials i'm like damn no wonder you're doing that right so it, it's it's a different culture i mean you know more about it than i do but it's i love it over there but they they deem wrestling and fighting you know kind of equal and they look at it like it's Freaking the top of the echelon. The first time I wrestled there was the Budokan. So for me, it Whoa. was it was a huge honor. I mean, yeah. I always thought that you could make it in the rest. You knew you made it in the wrestling world when you could go to Japan and compete with the big guys. So 
they were revered, as you were saying, like the the main staples. I forget some of their names, like those original Japanese wrestlers that are like the best ones. Like Tanaka, I think, is one of them. But they were like held at such a high prestige. Muda. Muda's the guy. I mean, that was a dream of mine to be his tag team partner over there in Japan, and I, I, I got to take part in that. It was it was cool. It was very rad. I didn't know I didn't know it was so big in, in Japan, like wrestling world. Huge. What is it? Like with most warrior societies, you know, when you look at Russia and um, all the stands, Uzbekistan, Kyrgyzstan, where they're really now pu- pumping out some of the best collegiate oh, fighters. Yeah, yeah, yeah on the planet. Wrestlers and fighters. Um, yeah. you know, J- Japan has such a rich, vibrant culture aligned with the warrior society that like, they, they worship these attributes and, uh, and they bow to people like Well, this. look at sumo, right? I mean, it, I would imagine it all came from sumo. Sumo, but well, yeah, like sumo, bushudo, like um, the samurai. It, it's all. It's, it's yeah. it, it just. It's that hand down of like, hey, here's the top people in this class. These it's just warriors. a way of life, we, too. We love these individuals. Get it, Tim? Tim's grabbing know. a sword. Oh, the fake ones. I knew you were grabbing a sword. You said samurai. <laughs> I was like the plastic ones. <laughs> You're like, oh, this is lame. There's a big <laughs> one in the the garage. You won't lift it. You can't lift it. Lame. Oh. We should get that on the BTS though. I know we'll have yeah, to be after the, both of them try to pick up the fucking Buster Sword. It's if you ever come up to Austin, I have this war wall in mm-hmm. in my office, and they're uh, not plastic, and everything in there has bloodied something. And like, there's a World War One bayonet, like legit yeah. bayonet, um, and uh, there's Matt Best gave me this like I don't even know this murder hatchet, and it's just like thing that's this big. It's the one a cl- that cut the pig? Yeah. Yeah, I know that. Yeah. Yeah, it works. <laughs> oh, like, I, know. I know. Yeah. So it's a cleaver that's like this big, and we, you could chop an entire pig in half with it. You can. Um, and we did. I need to bring out the sword I got for with your buddy, too, on uh, Knife or Death. I had one of those guys make me one. It was oh, yeah. a big freaking hatchet-looking cleaver slash death machine. I want to see it. It's awesome. I should have brought it. Dude, what is it? Let's do it. Instead of a range day, we set up, like, hang some pigs, and we all just go out there with swords and just... Well, we shoot them, you know. too. I mean, why waste... Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, shoot, shoot them, too. Them first, like, and then yeah. cut them in half. We sound but, like psychopaths <laughs> right now. <laughs> it's like, Merry Christmas! What are you doing? We're hanging you fucking pigs. <laughs> We're doing our karate practice. On. It's like, what's the I'm Jewish. Swords. I'm not supposed to eat pork. Yeah. <laughs> I, I screwed up the meme now? It's like, dudes will look at this and say, <laughs> hell yeah. It's like they're hear, they're hearing this <laughs> no. on Christmas, and it's like, yeah, we would probably do the We'd same thing. We show up, so we're that gonna hang really a bunch fun. of things. We're gonna shoot them, blown up, stab them, and cut them. We're in. I'm just, in. Just typical fucking Tuesday for us. Uh, Grand Thumb's fantastic. like my favorite. I don't know where he comes up with recreating video game drops, but he always has that recreation of the human ballistic gel. Yeah, and uh, we have two of those. Yeah, him and Brandon have been slaying that lately. They're. Because Brandon does the political assassinations, <laughs> and then Grant does like the video game type yeah, stuff. I would, uh, Grant's hilarious. He's hilarious. I also w- watch those videos all day long in the background when I'm trying to work. <laughs> I put it up here so I can focus on it because I can't focus on a thing unless something else is happening. And it's usually like Grand Thumb blowing something up, and it's it's lovely. You've met Mike, right? Yeah, yeah. You both, you've yeah. met Mike yet? He's the best. Yeah, when we were uh, selling guns at Apache. Oh, fuck yes. I yeah. forgot about that. Holy shit. That was a great time, man. That was my uh, introduction to fucking Bernie and the people around here. It was great. That line it was... was uh, it was awesome. That's where I, I had a learned, great time. I learned how to sign an autograph from you that day. Because I would like... If I do it, I would do this, and it would 
get stuck. And then you're like, Eli, what the fuck? And he just like taught, signed it. I was like, Why do you touch me? Oh my God. Sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll just moan like that every time you go. Oh, so he, uh, he oh, just oh, tried to uh, pull it tight and then get it. <laughs> Yeah, you pull the shirt tight, it fucking works every time. I never knew that trick. I'm assuming it's you sign more shirts than anyone knows. What's the raddest thing you've ever signed? Forehead of a baby. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> So you did the from the, the movie with uh, the campaign. Sign my baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, was it the campaign or um, was it, it Ricky Bobby? That sounds like it was Ricky, Ricky Bobby. Bo- it was Ricky Bobby. I don't know, but like, I just did the guy asked me to do it. Permanent marker? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I hope that baby Roy had to D, get You know who Roy D. Mercer is? It, Roy D. Mercer? Oh, yeah. It, it's yeah, an infamous old, fucking setup of me. Little crank yeah. caller. And then he calls my house and asking, saying that I gave his boy nerve. He went to a nervologist <laughs> because I the, the the ink on his forehead seeped through into his brain. And he was <laughs> going to come down and fucking find me at my house. And I'm just getting heated. I'm, I'm, invite, <laughs> I'm going, listen, fucker, here's my address. Bring you in an army. And he goes, I know that I know that wrestling's fake. I'm pulling shit out of your tights, and I'm like, this has got to be some kind of a setup. I remember that. And it was. Shit. I had no idea who Roy D. Mercer was, but Roy D. Mercer. That's awesome. Do you remember Roy yeah. D. Mercer? That's yeah, I remember that school, fucking man. prank. Holy yeah. shit! Did you know that the sheath was created in the Iron Age, but the underwear itself was created in the 21st century? Underwear. Just feel it on your skin. It's so soft. Take a second to thank our favorite sponsor today, Sheath Underwear, with dual pouch technology. Sheath makes the most comfortable boxer briefs I've ever worn. So soft. Did I ever tell you about the time I was in Brazil? No. Yeah, I had to make my own underwear out of bamboo. <gasps> like Sheath Underwear's bamboo brand underwear? Wait, that's made out of bamboo? The softest. I'm wearing a pair of sheath underwear as we speak. In fact, every time you see me speak, I'm always wearing sheath underwear. It's the most comfortable boxer briefs you will ever put on that body. It's too soft. Their stretchy fabric is made out of moisture wicking technology. Moist. They're super soft and keep everything cool, comfortable, and right in place. We have bamboo pairs that are perfect for all weather conditions. One pouch for the twigs, one pouch for the berry. Twigs? Wait a second. Check out the brand new super fast website, sheathunderwear.com, and use code unsubscribe to save 20%. I would love, um, wrestling does have some scripted aspects to it. Yes. Then you meet the athletes, and you're like, they're athletes. They're fucking they're ath- and, monsters. And they're not just athletes. A lot of times, like there's big bleed over from real wrestling and real other pugilistic sports. So it's compounded by them being the most massive humans. They're real athletes, and they're also good at violence. So then, when like somebody starts getting slick, and I'm and I'm sitting here hanging out with a, uh, you know, like Undertaker in his prime. The man's a mammoth of a man. He's huge. And like he'll just be like, and you're dead. Like that's the end of the conversation. Um, so like you're gonna you're gonna run your mouth to like a 250 pound freak athlete. I mean, give it a whirl. That's that's a unique take. <laughs> Go for it. Well, coming favorite. from you, that's an extreme compliment. I appreciate it. There 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 were a number of dudes. I mean, <clears throat> case in point, uh, two tag teams: the Steiner brothers and Ming and Barbarian. Ming was the personal bodyguard for. Prince, like when he was 15, he went to like sumo school when he was a kid. This dude 
there's stories about him t- taking 30 cops to get him out of a uh, <laughs> out of a bar in North Carolina after they maced him and he laughed at everybody and then broke the handcuffs when they cuffed him. Yeah, and he was with Flair. He used to be Flair's, you know. Bodyguard, right? What do you do as a police officer? He's like, oh, 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 and you're like, fuck. You become, you become, <laughs> yeah, it's like, stop resisting. <laughs> yeah, Ming, Ming. I mean, the Steiner brothers are two of the baddest dudes that I've ever met. I mean, wrestling, pro wrestling, fighting, walking the street. It doesn't. Hey, Brock Lesnar, Kurt Brock, Angle, a hundred percent. Like these are but like Ming and Barbarian. Those dudes were, they were over the fucking top. I don't know who else was on that level, but. I mean, you guys are going to love this because I'm going to admit to dropping someone on their head, but I dropped Ming on his head one time with a, a, a power slam. And I had just gotten in the business, and I've got a big fucking heart. So I cared about him and his safety. So I went right in the middle of the match. I'm like on the ground, fuck, are you okay? And he goes, brother, get the fuck off me. I'm fine. <laughs> I dropped him right on his fucking head. I mean, he's like 320. Yeah. They're just they're, some guys in that business. Are, are the real fucking deal. Yeah. I mean, no question. I never got in the ring with, with Kurt Angle, um, but, I mean, he's just a mini Brock yeah. who was extremely successful at what he did in the Olympics, and then you get in there with Brock and you feel the power of that dude. Yeah, It's um, terrifying to hear, like, Kurt Angle, how much did he weigh? Like, Angle is, what, 220? Yeah. He's a mini. He's at my 220 pounds, he's a mini. That is absolutely terrifying. That's a mini. I'm microscopic when you. Yeah, but Brock's a this. Brock's a oh, fucking animal. Yeah, he's three hundred pounds. He's like Overeem was when he was at Pride, mm-hmm. right? I mean, he's just eight percent body fucking fat. machine. Have you seen his daughter? Yeah, she's a monster. Yeah, what a, what an athlete. Yeah, she's an unbelievable she, athlete. Following this, yeah. yeah, yes, yeah, shot putter, oh, okay. Br- breaking records, yeah. breaking records Shit. every which way, and she's doing it. I'm, I don't want to dis- disparage. It looks effortless. And when somebody does something that's really, really hard and it makes it look effortless, yeah. that just means they're yeah. just fucking good. They're a monster, yeah. And yeah. Uh, she is just talented. It's really Jocko's cool. Jocko's daughter, that. another one. Have yeah. Jocko's daughter. Jocko's daughter. Their boyfriend's really good at cleaning. <laughs> <laughs> he better be really good at fucking everything. Yeah, whatever exactly. you want. Yeah. Don't hurt me. Jesus. She looks just like Brock, too. I mean, Brock's daughter. Does she have the tattoo? But I don't know Jocko, Jocko's daughter. <laughs> the daughter's Brock. walking around the knife. She probably doesn't have that tattoo. I don't know. I'm not going to ask. Actually, she probably... D- yeah. no, Sorry, no. Brock. No, I do. She probably <laughs> does, but you're never going to see it. It's all what I, what yeah. I was going to say. I'm not going to see it. I don't want to see it. Imagine her taking a shock put and like just putting it through Right through your chest. chest. Yeah. <laughs> that's all. That's, that's her move. Scary. How fast? I mean, so a cannonball. What are we talking like feet per second? I mean, those are like that's, fucking that's a, 500 feet per second. It's still killing mortal everything. Combat. I love Vitality. It. Yeah, yeah. No, that is mortal thing. combat. Are we talking like, is it going to go? I mean, it's gonna, is it going to go into ball. you? That would be cool. It's just going to shatter I mean, it'd everything. It would be cool if it did, you know. I we would say we no, but this. it would it would sure we, fucking hurt. Yeah, we need one of those people that is like, okay, a, sh- a shot put travels at this, you know, many feet per we, second. We need a ballistic gel. Dummy. This is what we need. <laughs> we have a video coming out soonish yeah. uh, once it gets finished. At we, what we, point does a projectile of like this size go into someone's body? Well, so mm. this, we did a it's very a big sword yeah. cannonball. Obviously, it will. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean that paintball cooking. speed. Yeah, paintball. Yeah, like metal. Uh, Three hundred feet per second of uh, paintball. Yeah. yeah. Well, with the, if it's weighing three hundred feet per second, like yeah, that is going to go pounds. Into... A twenty pound object will punch through a fuck ton of shit at any. Yeah. 
any speed. Take it right off. Can I be here for this when you shoot? When you shoot this? Oh please! We should probably one day, do this. You can do it at my house again. We go to the rim in a truck, and Some then collapse happen. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. We, we we go to the rim. Yeah, we got. We're setting <laughs> we're up a day here. We set up before. Yeah, Ford F one fifty. A white one with a gun in it, <laughs> with like trunk monkeys, and we there could be a bunch of us. Yeah, dude. You just leave day. me in a trunk, in a trunk, and you just have the thing where like you push the button twice and the truck opens, and there's like me and like six of of our friends, and we all just like <laughs> pop up. I would love that. Just I love this you. idea. Okay, that's nah, I mean, we're having a violence yeah. day. Let's fucking go. We need a fast guy though. Oh yeah, I'm out. Yeah. I'm not fast. What's fast? Eli, I don't know. I like can be fast. I'm getting arrested uh, first. They're gonna look at I'm getting like, arrested first. No, it's a slow <laughs> old guy. We all look up. We all look up at the lawyer. We're like, "Are we good on here?" Yeah, Jake, like, we good. Yeah. As long as you don't intend to harm them, you're good. No intent I'm whatsoever. Out. Yeah. No, I'm just. Uh, chocolate what's the point? Save then? our vehicles. I was a sub four miler, so you can. <laughs> That's fast. I just like somebody breaking in. And there won't be any violence. Zero violence. No violence. And then cannonballs just assault their bodies Wait, at the movie Are we combining the videos? I was thinking no. separate, but a hybrid works. <laughs> like, fuck. Hybrid works. Tim, yes. what is one of your crazy stories from your travels and your escapades in the UFC? And then we'll go to the military one. Oh, I'll give you two. It's, it's not classified. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, tell the classified ones. We like yeah, those yeah. way more. Two. So I fought in Florida. And it was an eight-man tournament, Pride Rules, Bare Knuckle. Nice. Can we give a break? So a lot of people, we discussed this last time. It was, a lot of people don't realize this. Some of these tournaments, it's Pride Rules. You are fighting multiple people in a weekend. There's not many people alive that remember that. But yeah. that's how, that was, the, how it was. that was the fuck, that was yeah. how, that was Chuck, only the way it was. Chuck cornered me in my first eight-man tournament under Pride Rules. <laughs> Matt... <laughs> Hughes was a ref. Oh my uh, god! And what uh, the fuck? Chuck whisks me away into a broom closet, super glues my eyes shut, and hides me from the athletic commission or the version of the athletic commission because we're finding an inner Indian <laughs> reservation. And I'm sitting in a broom closet for like 15 Love minutes while other. this other fight happens, and he opens the door. He's like, "You're on. Go beat this guy's ass for the championship." But so in Florida, a bare knuckle fight. Pride rules, and there's no weight classes, open weight classes. And I fight the last dude, and he just mowed through. He's like this gigantic Cuban Samoan Florida brown dude. Dude, no weight classes? No weight classes. Jesus. And um, Fuck, so dude. I shoot a single on him. He sprawls hard. And I remember like being stretched out like this and being like, this is going to be the longest 15 minutes of my life <laughs> as this 300-pound guy is on top of me. <laughs> So like I throw by, do a set out to the side, run around behind him, and I punch this guy in the back of the head for 15 minutes. And um, but I, my my hands were so swollen that I couldn't close them or move them at the end of this fight. So the next day, they take me to a pier. Uh, they stick me in an inner tube. They they put coolers in these two other inner tubes that they duct tape to my inner tube, and then they tie me to a pier. And I just have my hands sitting in these two coolers of ice as they, and they just keep me feeding. These girls keep bringing me booze to try to like deal with the pain of your broken. Of my, of, they weren't broken. They were just <laughs> swollen. So that was, that was one terrible night. Another one was another bare knuckle series in New Orleans. And I go, I figure out that they have this scheme where these, they keep on finding these frat bros 
to agree to do a fight in the bar next door to the bar that they're it's like these two tough guys are at the bar a, a frat kid comes in and he just wants to see beads and titties and he comes in and like picks a fight and they go wait, wait wait before you guys fight just come next door and they go beat but they're selling tickets to the fight next door oh, okay. and I'm in, and I'm sitting here watching this all go down like I've been a bouncer I've been a professional fighter now for a bunch of years like also raised off off of the Chuck and the Gan McGee's and the Scott Adams and the Eric. So like, this is my world and I'm seeing what we would do happen in New Orleans. And I was like, Oh hell yeah. I'm down for this. So I go over and I check this first dude and uh, they're like, Hey, you wait a sec. Sounds like something's off here. And I was like, let's fucking go. motherfucker!" So we go and I just start tearing through these dudes. I think I fight five, six, seven times that night and they, and I'm just going through their dudes and I'm getting a hundred, 200 bucks a fight. Well, I'm there for work. I'm supposed to show up on Monday in a polo at a trade show, and my hands again are swollen closed, or like swollen, and my one of my eyes is swollen closed. And I show up, and my boss is just like Gary Cobble. I was at, at a at a police officer uh, and military law enforcement uh, trade show, like the truck show. It's called Trexpo East. I just like you just walk up and go. Don't shake my hand, it hurts. In the, in the car that I had parked on the street was a bunch of prototype weapons that I'd driven in for the trade show that I parked on Bourbon Street so I could go and do these bare knuckle fights and take the cash and then take these guns to the trade show over the weekend. And um, Gary was really disappointed. Tim, you had a full-time job at this point, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you're just fighting dudes for $200 on uh-huh. the lowdown. <laughs> it was not on the lowdown. It was, no, it was in the I front. was not smart enough for it to be on the lowdown. I just like, you were like, this is a business opportunity. Yeah. I'm not going to miss. Gonna not going to miss. It was unjust. <laughs> they were doing the unjust act. It was unjust. And I had to make it just. <laughs> Those I bull- see how you work now. I love it. I <laughs> I love it. You fuck their whole scheme to pieces, man. Yeah. <laughs> just unjust. Yeah. Like, this is fucking sucked. I fucking uh, uh. Then the uh, the bartender, she's super cute, and I was like, you know, I tore through all these dudes. That sounded weird. That's anyway, really okay. Yeah. Go the wrong next. Wait, wait. Yeah, I know. Oh, okay. He ran a train through <laughs> so, all these dudes. I'm like, I have to be on work on Monday, and um, and she's like, well, you can stay at my place. I was like, yeah. And she meant like stay on her floor, um, not in anywhere. So I, I slept on the floor of this bartender's apartment and then showed up to work on Monday. So what would I thought? Swollen hands, swollen eyes, swollen balls. Yeah. It's just the worst. I really life. envisioned this going differently. <laughs> and then I was just a loser. Yeah, because you're like, I'm awesome. I beat all these dudes up. And then she's like, no, there's the floor. Yeah, there's the floor. Enjoy. I have no ice for you either. And hopefully your boss doesn't fire you tomorrow. You take your shirt off. You look what's up, babe. Thanks. Yeah. You yeah. look like a mongol. But here's my hot pocket. To all the young men out there. Ninja star. It never goes how you think it's gonna go. That's it no matter, rarely does. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah, that's life in general. Touch but grass. even worse as a young man. Oh, dude, it's so from heartbreaking. Like Sixteen to twenty-six. Just accept rejection. That you're an idiot. You're a fucking retard. Yeah. Dude. A hundred percent retarded. There's like no questions asked. That is no. my most retarded phase of life. Was yeah. just we're, we're still trying to get over brain. Yeah, I came out of it like thirty five. I know thirty five. <laughs> I'm still trying to kick out of mine. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> yeah, I know. In, we're in so, a Santa hat. So Jesus sorry Christ. About this. What, what happened to me? 
I used to be. I used to be somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Bill's looking now, at his life right now. He's reflecting. He's like the Tokyo Dome. What in the hell? Now I got Japanese anime swords next to me. Bernie. <laughs> ho, 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 gentlemen. Get ready to jingle and deck your balls this holiday season with our friends over at Manscaped. The leaders in below-the-waist grooming have just launched their Performance Package 5.0 Ultra. But I like to call it a small gift for your big package. Featuring Santa's number one helper, the Lawnmower 5.0. Manscaped guarantees that you'll be stuffing more than stockings this season. Let your ornament shine. That's balls. Let your balls shine. And enjoy 20% off if you head over to manscaped.com and use code UNSUB. Mrs. Claus will thank you. Thank you. The Performance Package 5.0 Ultra is a one-stop shop for holiday gifting perfection. I love it because I never nick my twig and berries. Take care of those chestnuts with Manscaped's Boxers 2.0. Featuring their signature jewel pouch to keep you calm, cool, and collected. Manscaped has you covered with their new Shears 3.0 Nail Grooming Kit. Get 20% off and free shipping if you use code UNSUB at manscaped.com. Give the gift of Manscaped this holiday season. Bernie's pretty awesome, though. Bernie is cool, unbelievable. Man. There's yeah. a really nice skate shop there that everyone should visit and buy things from. What's it called? 5 Skate like Shop? Ice skating? <laughs> have you seen my skateboard shop? I have seen it. I, I, yeah, I, I moved it to Bernie, so it's, it's behind awesome. Black Rifle now. Yeah. Um, I just like I follow you on the social media, so like uh, I, I've seen your stuff. Oh, it's pretty awesome. Uh, I don't skateboard. <laughs> if you, if you're, any of your kids want skateboards or anything, like, let me know. We uh, in Central Coast where I grew up, there was like five clicks, and the skateboarders, the BMX motocross guys, the like athlete jocks, um, then the smart kids, and then the farmer ranchers. Um, I was in the latter category. And we didn't get along with any of the other ones, but the ones that were the furthest from us and in, in like overall beliefs and philosophy would be the skateboarders. Skateboard. Yeah. Well, it's going full circle now. You know that, right? Yeah. Skate culture yeah. has... 100%. It's not what we believe no. whatsoever. No. It's kind of weird because they were like, fuck the government, like, fuck this, fuck them. But now they're like, yeah, we'll comply with everything. What is What happened? I have no idea. I dude. want the skaters from the 80s to come back and be skaters now where yeah. it's like... No, don't tell me what to do. Yeah, I will yep. not comply. I will resist at every opportunity just because you told me what to do. Now I'm like, I have all of those attributes. And I'm like, where are you guys at? And I see them like pushing sand into their own skate parks. And I was like, don't do not do that. Or allow somebody else to do it. Or you should be fighting them or putting salt in their gas. No, don't do that. Yeah, don't, do, 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 that. don't do that. Do do that. No, it's, it's just weird, man. Do I think, not comply. I think, it's, I think it's Los Angeles culture, man. Like the majority of the big skaters in Los Angeles, so they're stuck in that echo chamber and they started believing... You know, it's uh, lame. Be a it's, 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 it's supposed to be counterculture, yeah. and it's not counterculture anymore. And it drives me crazy. And then people hate on me for being a, a cop who has yeah. a skate shop. And it's like, I don't like the government. Be either. ungovernable. Like, yeah. that's, that's, that's the point <laughs> exactly. of being a skater. There's yeah. so much thrown out there. I don't even. Same. Anyways, uh, we used to fight. <laughs> the, skaters, like, what the, heck? the skaters and the ranchers and like the country bumpkins. Yeah. We'd fight. That's what we do. That's what, what, Bill, what was your child? Like, where did you fall? You were a jock. I, I was have the, a the son of a, a obstetrician gynecologist, my father, and my mother was a concert violinist. Oh, my God. You came from a culture. And then look at me. <laughs> I'm just I saying, I, I, got, I got two older brothers uh, and an older sister. Oldest brother's 18. So you're the baby? 
oh fuck, eighteen years older, sixteen years older, and fourteen years older, Whoa. and then me. Yeah, so I was definitely the mistake, but they kept the best for last. But they they knew what was coming. <laughs> They knew what was coming. My two older brothers played at University of Minnesota. One of them roomed with Ric Flair well, uh, during, the fo- during his senior year, and then the other room with Ken Patera. I can't make this shit up. Um, my brothers, to tell you a little bit about them and me, you know, Patera was the first dude to military press 500. My brother <clears throat> basically took a door down with a hatchet trying to get at him. So um, those were the days when the Goldbergs could be the Goldbergs. Right? Yeah. Um, but I like these. Goldbergs. They were menaces, yeah. dude. Yeah. I don't. So, think, I picture the parents were like, "What did we do wrong? How's the gynecologist? She played violin. They're monsters." Yeah, it was a different deal. <laughs> My dad was a lacrosse player. He was a, a flight surgeon. Oh um, fuck yeah! Oh, so went to Harvard. Went to Hopkins. Never so he, made a he bee fixed in his vaginas life. in the air. He it was the yes. That's the only time I looked at him. <laughs> no, he didn't do yes. Um, the funniest <laughs> no, yeah, question no. I ever question the funniest I question I ever asked him was like, "What, Dad? What's it like? Like you know, like you Wait, get a like? hot girl one day, and then you get like a not a hot girl. Like you can't really make a decision. Like, do you choose who you see? And he goes, "Son, <clears throat> just like drinking a cup of coffee every day. They all look the same to me." Wow. Like, it's profound. Not possible. Like, dad, that's a fucking lie. How is that? Yeah. That is a fucking lie. There is that is not possible. And it's and we can all know that yes, that's not true. A hundred percent. It's not dad, true. You were a fucking liar, but I loved you. you know I mean? dad, that looks like a box of cow tongues. And that one looks like a kid fighting out of it. <laughs> exactly. A play curtain, and I don't know what they are not the same. <laughs> But Dude, yeah. I think I've, I've told my gyno story, right? My, Why do you have mom, a gyno story? My mom was a gyno nurse. Oh, okay. Thank you. Know, you. you know what you remember? I don't want to hear this. I have not heard this yeah, story. I'm, I'm with, so I'm my, mom, so my mom worked in a place that accepted Medicaid, so it was like Section 8 coming in, just like really yeah. nasty fucking people. Oh, and um, this lady comes in one time. She's like, it burns down there. And my mom's like, oh, well, you know, we're going to give you some Pimcell and some antibiotics. We're going to clear it up. Yeah, but I want that stuff to come out. My mom's like... What do you mean? The stuff that's coming out is like pussy discharge. And they're like, we're going to, they're like, we're going to give you the antibiotics. It's going to clear everything up. Yeah. I just don't want it to burn no more, but I want the stuff to come out. Well, ma'am, why do you want the stuff to come out? My boyfriend liked the taste. Oh my God. (laughs) You're a liar. Are you serious? My mom told me that story when I was 16. I don't know. And, and so I never fucking called anything. Because my mom told me that story when I was like 16 years old. She was as a gyno nurse. I have more PTSD not, from that story than more. I'm not impressed by a lot, but that, that was impressive. Mm, that's I'm, a, that's I a can't hard get one. that out of my yeah. mind. No, I want to meet that man. Oh, and then I want to send him to selection. <laughs> that's what that I want. dude can do war. That's oh right, my. exactly. No you shit. Know, you got, good, buys, you got yeah. good guys, you got bad guys, but when it's him. Ben is just like walking through, they're like, what's wrong with him? He eats anything. You cannot torture that fucker. <laughs> he no, he school, likes just it. Drop him behind enemy lines and let him go to town. He ate 1,200 enemies it tastes good he just oh walks around god. saying that oh my god where do, you, where do you go from that story i don't know I mean, that's hell. Real. this is a fucking worst story i've ever <laughs> i thought i've told you that I, before I, maybe i don't remember but it he blocked it out of fucking you not like, remember, I don't remember that. that because i probably you, was like go you're, home yeah, you're and drink that. a lot and forget yeah. that story <laughs> you did the pts thing <laughs> yeah i was like, like no blocking that one out block it out Tim, until something triggers a memory, and I want to know what would trigger that memory. <laughs> oh, like, God. 
Help me. <laughs> Hopefully, I never Smell know. A visual. I've told that, you I was hungry when I, just I got want here. That well, stuff to that's, come out. That's it's gone out the window. Uh, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, that man. is the one thing I don't want triggered. Is that exact fucking moment? <laughs> In that <laughs> same vein, I was I was really hungry, and there's a jar of pickles over there, and there uh, is? I was, yeah, they're really salty it's, though. We have pickles here. Yep, there's they're in moonshine. Uh, what? That would make sense. Did you eat, did you eat some of them? <laughs> I had a pickle. Oh, okay. you did. Damn, I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> you did not. <laughs> I did. Tim's like I don't drink. Yeah. Well, yeah, you yeah. did. <laughs> You're I fucking kidding me. All right, here we go. Oh, there we go. There go. Fuckers. Oh shit. Yeah. There's a reason why we don't drink. <laughs> You're gonna get pregnant. That's We're gonna why. fight. You're gonna. I was so oh confused. I was like, "Wait, what? We have pickles? Oh. I didn't know we had pickles here." That makes a lot more sense on the taste. <laughs> now, now it, oh, oh, the taste. He was like, "Man, it's super salty." I just didn't get it. I'm so sorry. I kind of like where this is going. I thought it said moonshine uh, on it. Did you no. not read so it? My you, AA you, sponsor. I just want you to know <laughs> that, like, this, honestly, you couldn't like smell it or taste it. This. Uh, uh, was not like an intentional conscious decision. I was. It's really been agree. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Where's where yeah. these pickles at? Well, if you have to blame someone, just blame me. I made you do it. Do they or, say moonshine? Or our attorney has pickles. They say moonshine. Tim Smokey. Oh, they do. <laughs> Tim, wow, how get flavor? Wow. <laughs> He's what going back for more. <laughs> No, don't do it. Like don't yeah. do it. That does smell like it just pickle smells juice. Like pickles, I give it a good little sniff. Oh, that's definitely that's yeah, false there's, advertising. There's a lot of alcohol yeah. in that. Yeah. Really? Now, if I would have read the fucking forty proof, no, not too much. Twenty percent. Oh. Yeah, but so when you, you got when like when a you shot it, in you, yeah, how long has it been since you had a drink? Uh, intentionally, <laughs> intentionally, <laughs> intentionally. It's been a while. Oh no! Yeah. We, just, we just, just ruined Tim's ruined. life. You're going straight Fuck. to hell, yeah. both of you. I'm gonna find Tim Rex is going yeah. to the house. You're fucking going to the strip club. I'm no, dude, he's get, they're picking him up in a helicopter. He doesn't have to. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry about him drinking and driving. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> oh, I love it. He flies away. We're like, he doesn't even have a helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's weird about this whole thing. So the camera footage is going to start when this podcast ends when he leaves. <laughs> oh, buddy. Shit. We're just going to watch. Discharge. Oh and this all started with discharge. Yeah. 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 Like pussy, nasty. Okay. Discharge, yeah. Like not out of the army either. Like out of your crevice. It's, yeah. Oh, don't call it a crevice. Yeah, dude. <laughs> no, but I had the rock pocket. Are we going there? Rock pocket. I had to. I had to. Uh, <laughs> Give me one of them rock pockets, girl. Dude, you got that rock pocket going on. <laughs> you guys signed up for this pocket. I'm so sorry. <laughs> sorry, <sighs> Tim. What, what happened to me? Yeah. I don't. <laughs> I moved to Bernie and I, all my testosterone flew out of my body. I can't keep my. You've fallen from grace. You're here with us. I'm so sorry, my friend. I'm actually not. I, I'm, I'm ecstatic as to where I am. I mean, I'm here in Bernie and you want to, I'm sitting next to Tim Kennedy, one of my idols, and eh, it's awesome. Do you are, both of you are like some of the most. How can a young boy be an idol? Right? I just I, I appreciate what he met. stands for, right? And my boy too loves him to death, and so I don't have to, I don't have to question anything. No, so. but both of you, like, I and Cody will speak on this too. It's, it's you guys are some of the most humble, down to earth people I have ever met that just are positive all the time. 
super motivating, which I love the most, always working hard. And it's just awesome to be around you guys. Like you guys feed me energy to be more successful. Like my driving factor is surrounding myself with individuals like you so I can push myself to that next level. Cause I'm like, fuck, these dudes are doing, I have no excuse for why I can't do something great in my life. And I appreciate and thank you guys for that motivation. That was, truly. That's very humbling. I mean, thank yeah. you. thanks for being friends with us idiots. Yeah, we're shut fucking up, you stupid. <laughs> fucking shut dumb. up. Yeah, shut up. We no. were 20 minutes late to you. Two. You guys showed up before we did. That's a that is a good point. Human, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's on me. Yeah. Not, and yeah. I blame my autistic child. And had you <laughs> had you walked yeah, in? To with, be honest, it was his autistic child's yeah. fault. Ryden moves very slowly. Ryden was not having a good day. He was like, "Stop it! I want to go home." I'm like, "Okay, bro." He's like, pouring water in John's drink. We're like, <laughs> why? Are, why are you doing that? My son right? doesn't know how to. I don't know what my son, when he doesn't like something, he does write and stuff is what we call it. So he's looking at John, <laughs> Cody's son. He's like, and Ryden's not a people person. I'm going to be very honest. Ryden's very much like me, not a people person. So he looks at John, he takes his water, and pours his water into John's Coca-Cola. <laughs> and stares at the bro, what John didn't know what to do. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to drink that. Short circuiting. <laughs> Yeah. I was like, what'd you do that? He's like, I don't know. I'm like, okay, but why? I don't know. Are you happy? I'm good. I'm, like, oh, I'm right, good, bro. I'm good. That's all that matters. Seemed like we're the thing good. to do at the time, yeah. dude. I'm not, I'm not going to hit on that. That's fine. But you guys L- like live in the moment. <laughs> truly motivating. Yeah, like, and we're, I, I fucking love having you guys. Like from dinner to hanging out, just shooting the, at the range. It's like, oh, man. There was not enough time. We need to find more time to hang out. That yeah. was uh. Well, why don't you come back, just like you and some boys? Just we'd, we'd love that. We'll do, we'll do a bro moment down at a demo. He just expanded it too. So what we saw at Range Day, he's already working on the berm to get it bigger because we're gonna have like twenty vendors out there next time. Can we please not invite the idiots that showed up? Because there were a <laughs> small that was an idiots on my part. And I, I apologize get it. And, and for and that. No, but I the, had. I swear, I had no. I thought it was gonna be like. Bro time. You guys and like 10 other people. I think everyone did. And did you see the guest list? No, I didn't. Yeah, you should have sent it to him. Maybe <laughs> you wouldn't have flown in. Um, and so I was like, oh, yeah, come down, like hang out, shoot, you know, and the, and we're coming in and Shane's like, what the fuck is this? And I'm like, I don't know what this is. Um, A riot. It's going to be fine. We're going to go shoot and Shane's. Did you see Shane? He like walked yeah. over and just hung out with with Chuck and Hooner the whole time. He just sat there, just glaring at me. <laughs> did you actually shoot? Uh, I did shoot one one pistol. Yeah, Ray Cash Cares pistol. Who wants better sex and to start having better sex right now? That's the best way to get started. Are you Canadian? I am for this ad read. <laughs> That's right. The best way to get started is go to AdamandEve.com right now. Adam and Eve is offering 50% off from any item, plus free shipping, which includes rush processing, like these. Also, it doesn't matter how much you spend or what you buy. Everything will be packaged discreetly, and you'll get that order fast. Don't wait. Better sex is just a click away. Go to adamandeve.com and use code UNSUB to save 50% off and get rush processing. I don't shoot. No, I didn't was, shoot. I, yeah, I, didn't I, shoot. I didn't the get near that. <laughs> Fucking, I didn't get to shoot. <sighs> Everyone is just like, they burnt some ammo down though. Yeah, yeah. They, thank, thank God those we got an ammo sponsor, so yeah. we didn't have to pay for any of that. They were really cool about it. That was a lot of ammo. It was a fucking lot. Whoever yeah. that is, thank you. I came just to get some forty-five seven and leave. Did you get some? Oh, I got. No, I'm kidding. 
Go over it. I'm fine with that. 45-70. I'm loading magazines. Can you load my mag for me? Goldberg's just loading mags and going home with a whole bunch of 45-70. Do you have a suppressor on it? One of them, yeah. What, what, uh... You have to tell me the the what can you have on there? I just built uh, Mad Pig customed a. Yeah, they did 40. two of my. That's what it is, dude. They're so fun. I love those guys, and that guy's a vet, right? Yeah, and he's got a. Fucking, no, he's still he's in. Still in. He's still in. Throw a shout out to him, man. What a fucking it, Mad good Pig? deal, yeah. man. Mad, Mad Pig Customs just does, and I have no relationship with him. No, what, what, nor do I. I just appreciate yep. what he does. And he he built the most beautiful lever action forty five seventy for me, and um, it's a ton of fun. He's still in cool. active. Dude. Yeah, he's still. Yeah. yeah. So I did, he did a Henry for me, and then it's so fucking and awesome. I had him do a Marlin. He wouldn't take movie. money from me. He's like, you're still in. Yeah. And can we just like, can I just do this for you? And I was like, yeah. dude, yes. Thank you. It's just another example of an amazing human just doing amazing things. And his work Most is. definitely. And he's killing it as an entrepreneur, too. He's coming out with a bunch of his own products and, and, and bolt-on Pictini stuff. So he's, uh, it's crazy being active duty. Our editor's active duty. G Van, what the fuck's wrong with you? Yeah. But it is that next level. I couldn't imagine during like back in the day, active duty and be like, well, I gotta clock out and go to work. It's amazing that he's doing it. And he's killing it. Yeah. That's fucking, fucking killing it. Mind blowing to me. Like mind blowing to have that perseverance during the military. He, he was one of the most sought after dudes at Shot Show last year. No shit. Yep. Hmm. Um a couple of states, uh any Form infringement is an infringement, but a few states really pushed the infringement last year. And uh, lever, lever action is the kind of easy solution. The right solution is getting the people out of office that would try to pass those things. 100%. And then abolish the organization that that tries to enforce those things. But the, the current easy answer is like, oh, we'll just make a weapon that is fun to shoot and is the closest thing to what you used to shoot, but it's still legal. And lever action is that. I love it. So like the tactical lever action thing. And it's why I love revolvers right now. If I, like, I, I, I want to love them because they're fun. Yeah, I don't want to love them because... the of, only option. Yeah, I'm being no, forced to mechanical. Everyone, yeah. I love them because they're mechanical. Yeah. Like as you're saying, it's like... The Magnum Research seven. built a five-cylinder 4570... I just got Did you really? that pistol. Yeah, so I saw yours. Mine matched. I got so it exactly 40, like it. Shut up. So I'm my 4570 lever action. I'm not Pig. sucking his thing. And then Magnum Research. Mine's black. I was like, here's here's the gun. <laughs> That's that even worse. <laughs> Fuck, what I'm did I just say? Thing. Mine's black. Mine's black. <laughs> it's it's finished. Finish, finish. Well, I'm, well, I'm just I'm speaking out it. about it. It's so fun. Um, but you shoot that. Like You can do fine. So BFR built it for you. And you have to. I mean, you need all of your hands to hold that fucking gun. Because that thing, it's I can't 250 wait. grams. How does it recoil? Of, it, it is a crack. It's just like, because that's one of those weapons. I was like, nah, that's going to hurt the no, old do it. fit. Just do it. Have you seen the Derringer 4570? No. No. Jeez, really? Yeah. It was like, and I did not believe it existed until there's a video of it. And the dude, like, he shoots one round and, like, his hand obviously hurts really bad after one. He just loads it. Closes it. It is this big. I'm like, oh. oh, there's no break on that. Oh God, what the fuck? Fires one round. It's like, bah! And he's like, oh. I just want to pull a 4570 off that Mad Pigs after I shoot it and put it in a pistol and fucking yep. shoot it. I cannot fucking <laughs> yeah. wait for that. So I want the bandolier. Yes, and I want 100%. the pistol hanging right here. I do yeah. the lever action thing yeah. and like drop it in there. Goodbye, guys. That's exact. That's 
We're so Fuck yeah! <laughs> you guys just became the best. Yeah, what, 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 we're, you, what we're doing this right now? We're gonna fucking do it. We have like all the toys in the world, but a little nostalgia and a little like pushing the limits of. There, there's also when you're shooting a 250 grain bullet yes. out of a pistol. Fucking massive um, ass fucking. It's pistol. awesome. Yeah, it is so <laughs> awesome. But there's also like discipline of this is gonna hurt, well, but yeah. I'm still gonna press this trigger like a proper trigger press. The worst I ever shot was a 460 snub nose. It almost broke my wrist. I've shot just about every other handgun. I haven't shot the 4570 yet, the, the BFR, but that snub nose is like fucking horrible. Yeah. There's a 4570 revolver? We have one. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. yeah, completely unsolicited. We have the same lever action and the same pistol. Seven, and, seven, what's your barrel? Uh, I went with the short one. Yeah, mine's a little longer. It's five or seven inches. Okay, well, yeah, seven inches. It's, they they won't go it's black. shorter than fucking seven five inches would in kill black. Man, Jesus yeah. Christ! I can't wait looks, to shoot that gun. I cannot wait. It. Can we come over and shoot it? Hundred yes. percent. I just oh, want to see. I want to see the the percentage of the population that could actually hold that fucking gun and shoot it and hit something. With well, it's like Kentucky ballistics. That's a lot of his videos. He does it. Yeah. Oh my. Well, speaking. Let's of bring Kentucky, let's bring Scott out and get him to shoot it with it, Bill. Did you guys watch not Kentucky's accident, but we just had our other buddies um, ballistic high speeds on last week. Well, they were on during range day, but they is, came. is Kentucky fine on the scale of? He's good. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. he's Kentucky. Dude, he was, he, dude, he was benching uh, like over three hundred within a month like of getting his neck blown out. Yeah. Yeah, he 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 he's back to four place. That was his goal. He's like, I just want to do four place, and I can drink. Um, it was yeah. like a month later, he was already hit. Who's the dude got blown plates. up by the RPG? So that is yeah. Adam. That just we had him air last week, and he was on during that. He is okay. Did you see that accident? No, I did not. Oh, it's horrific. Uh, dude, thank, that is. Thank God he's okay. And that was did so. You, did did you see the uncensored though? I I only saw the slow mo. But not the uncensored wide? No. Bro, he does... Okay, so RPG here, they're testing it. They have a Phantom. They have multiple cameras on him. He goes, the fucking... Um, the, uh, Not the HE, but the actual... Uh, the booster. The, 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 the booster, booster, the propellant, the kicks off. And so it's supposed to be like a recoilless rifle, right? So some... And kind of dissimilar to a bullet, when you pull the trigger, it launches it, and then then the booster mm -hmm. sends it. The booster goes off inside of the tube next to his face. Oh, my God. And Expl uh, Like, this gnarly. is, like, not a small explosion. This is a fucking... Yeah, an RPG booster goes off next to his a face. For reference, an RPG booster will punch a giant fucking rocket through 55 oil mm -hmm. gun. Like, it's nothing. Like, it's butter. It's like, boop. But he, he was wearing a, he was wearing a plate carrier at the time, and it blew the plate Thank carrier God. off of him. No, it blew it off. Yeah, the plate flew off. out. The helmet flew off. His fucking eye pro flew off. Yeah. Well, if he didn't have eye pro, he'd he'd be blind and probably dead. Yeah. And if he didn't have those plates on, he'd be dead. Yeah. Did you see? So the plate? Did you see it fly out of the carrier? Yeah. It fucking so. And the wide is the most terrifying footage because pulls trigger, boom. Point one seconds in the slow mo, he's out. You see him go like this. On the wide though, he does the body seizure, the tightening, yeah. you know, the muscle tighten. So he goes like his before body he goes, goes down or when he goes down. He hits the ground, his body limps, and he goes oh, shit. Yeah. like that. And I was like, oh fuck! Like it's a genuine reaction when you know that body mechanic when you hurt mm -hmm. like somebody's hurt or dying. Yeah, that's the mechanic. 
What's fucking more crazy is homeboy was the medic on site. They ran up and he was like, burn stuff on arm, tourniquet, go. And no then passed out. Shit. He's the one that did his own self-aid before passing back out. Whoa. Yeah. Like Note Adam's a fucking G. What a stunt. Oh no shit. It is the most horrific footage to watch. It's so crazy to watch because and he's fine. He's alive. Like we were yeah. joking, we were laughing about it. His business partner Jeez, did not like that horrible. footage. <laughs> we were making light of it. His business partner was like, nor would his parents. What the fuck? Yeah. That was terrifying. But his wife was Adam's wife was there on set. Like oh everyone was there. God. And they were like, it was nice because Bryce media was like, hey. Call ambulance, administer first aid. They ran up to him, they got the kit, and then Adam woke up from being blown up and was like, I need this, 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 and passed back out. Mm. They got him in the helicopter, they were flying him out, and the one sentence he did say, he doesn't remember this. They were mid-helicopter flight to the hospital. He was like, he woke up, he's like, oh, this isn't good. <laughs> and passed right oh, back out. God. <laughs> you know, I, um, I, I know we get dunked on a lot the people making videos around the firearms community um it's impressive when you put the scale of and this is kind of a nod to you know the the probably two three thousand influencers that that make videos um how diligent and intentional they are about safety um because that it clearly is an accident and when you think about the the millions, tens of millions of rounds that are shot in a year, the the videos of you know shooting cannonballs through people's heads, uh, like these these are inherently dangerous things that you're doing. You're taking projectiles that are traveling two, three, four thousand feet per second that you know are, are anywhere from 115 or 55 grains to to 2,000 grains, and um, and it takes something extraordinary like that. So it's it's a big. I think it's a testament and a compliment to all those people that are doing the right thing, you know, like, like demolition ranch, you know, like yeah. how great they are about doing the right thing. We, we had, you know, we responsible had, ones. Yeah. We yeah. have what a thousand people at range day. No one got hurt. Yeah. Not one injury. And there was a lot of assault rifles out yeah. there, you know, and the only people that got hurt on YouTube have ballistic in their name. So that's the lesson by itself. Just keep <laughs> ballistic out your name. <laughs> and Kentucky, you're okay. And they're from yeah. Kentucky. Yeah. <laughs> It's weird how Kentucky ballistics and ballistic high speed are the big injuries in both of those. And you're like, huh, uh, I'm going to take that Telling. Out. Yeah. On thread. Yeah. Note like, to self. <laughs> Do not incorporate the word ballistic in anything. There we go. It's fucking terrifying. Okay, Tim, I want just one quick, what's your favorite military story that you have on hand mm. where you're like, hey, this was one of my craziest moments, whether it's fucking fun. Ooh. Bill, do you like military stories? Oh, hell yeah. Are you kidding me? I'd live with two lambs for four months. Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean? These are my favorite. Like, one well, that stick out either is like, holy fuck, I almost died, yeah, or holy fuck, much. this was just fucked up and hilarious at the same time. Because I have, um, like, I've told some of my dumb ones where I'm like, oh, today Can you I two? Died. I'll make one of them really yeah. short. Do it. So the first one, John McPhee, an, an amazing boss. He's, he's one of the guys that, if you're going to war, he's like, break in case of glass type guy delta force um oh, yeah. talented in the killing business and um he's my boss we're in iraq we're trying to kill zarqawi and we had a half a helicopter assault force mission that night and 160th had gotten shot up on a mission prior and we lost one of our helicopters 
160th is that's the night stalker that's right yeah 160th soar so like the best aviation dudes on the planet and um so we have to adjust the load plan about who's going to be getting on this helicopter and i'm the youngest guy there and my and john says hey tim you're going to be pushed to qrf and i was like uh john you know i'm the fastest i'm the strongest i'm the best shooter you know what you should do is kick carlos or ben off because they're old (laughs) and you should have me here and uh and so John's like, you should shut your face and you should go inside and pr- start prepping the equipment for a QRF. So Quick they go reaction force just yeah. for anyone. So they go and they, they, they go and they do their mission, you know, and I'm sitting there like a petulant child. I'm sitting, I, I do my headspace and time on 240. I make sure all the fills are right on the radio, but I'm, I'm doing it like a disgruntled <laughs> child. <your> prepubescent child. <laughs> And um, he comes back, yeah, fill this radio, I'll fix this headspace in time when you start to do it on M2. Do you wipe your nose on the car? Yeah, <laughs> enjoy driving on this booger. <laughs> 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 uh, farting on, fart on that. I'll give a pink eye they when go, they look through these binos. They go get some gunfights and they come back, you know, I should have been like helping them unload gear and I was like, hope you had a great mission, douche, you know, like just a total idiot. And he's like, go get your gloves, go down to the tent. And I was like, all right. Yeah, I'm gonna straighten you guys, the whole entire team. I'm gonna straighten all of you guys out, and um, uh, you know, you're Tim Kennedy. I'm, I'm all right <laughs> at the fighting thing, and so they come down there. I thought I was gonna fight John, but the whole entire team was there, and this was the lesson for Tim <laughs> to learn that <laughs> the team, the team beat the shit out of me <laughs> and I deserved every punch and there's not a single one of those punches that I think they should have been soft on and they weren't they hit me hard and I, I and like all I see is my sweat and I fought and my blood on the dirt floor of this you know GP medium tent uh and, and John leans down and he goes Tim I don't want to talk about this again and he walks out no no other words it was <laughs> go get your gloves they beat the shit out of me I don't want to talk about this again and that that was a that's a cornerstone memory of how dumb young soldiers are. Man, how, you want a piece of this humble pie? Yeah. Here you go. Yeah. <laughs> we got extra. Ha, ha, have some more there. Son. <laughs> I love humble pie. Yeah, that was a big serving of humble pie. God damn! I love, but that's so military green bread. It just beat the shit just out. Just beat it's the like, shit oh, out of me. We, you're an army of one. I'm gonna call yeah. John down. Can we all just beat the shit out of him real quick? <laughs> <laughs> he was smarting off today. I really think we should just He's go to town. Cody. <laughs> it's fine. Look, it's fine. He's, like, He's gonna learn a lesson early in life. He has Bill and Tim. Bill and Tim beating the shit out of John at fourteen. He goes to school tomorrow. He's like, "What happened? Oh no, Did you learn your lesson. He learned, yeah. lesson. <laughs> he learned it good. Yeah, he learned it real good. Who'd you fight? Meantime, Tim, Tim Kennedy and Bill Goldberg. Well, see, CPS uh, wouldn't even believe his ass. No, <laughs> exactly. That's a good point. <laughs> They're like, Who would okay, believe that sure story? <laughs> you actually did fall down some stairs, didn't you? <laughs> no, I swear, Tim Kennedy and Bill Goldberg beat the <laughs> fuck out of me. You mean he walked into a door? <laughs> yeah. The door is repeatedly. His. Yeah. <laughs> All I got to say is, I forgot my story, and why the fuck didn't you let me go first? How can you follow that? <laughs> Come on. That's an embarrassing. You can literally tell any story and it's going to be better than that story because that's an embarrassing story. And I all I mostly just have embarrassing stories of me doing something stupid and dumb and then getting, you know, punished by <laughs> my bosses bloody. that were just trying to save my life or my teammates that were covering for me. I love you guys. That is as military as you get. You have to have one. I worked at McDonald's for three days, got fired, peed on the grill, 
made burgers and watched people eat them. Other than that, I don't have any funny stories. Is that real? Yeah. Jamie, pull that up. <laughs> <laughs> we have 19 Statue of limitations, right? It's only 50 yeah, years what, ago. What is the statute of limitations for like... <laughs> Oh, exactly. Yeah. Ten years at most. I'm way, I'm way good times three. <laughs> for, for internet hate. Oh, you can get weird, though. Like, if he was aroused while that, he was doing it. That never happened. I just fabricated. But only if he has prior, you know. Yeah. This would be a fun movie. He, he did a hard, you did a hard pee? Ah. Dude, Goldberg had a hard pee. I had to, I had to fabricate a, a really funny story. No, he had a hard pee. I like hard pee. <laughs> I had my erection. I pissed on the grill. People ate it. They fired me for eating all their food. <laughs> I mean, after five minutes, truthfully, I mean, they do uh, care about the consumer. They throw their food away if it's huh. sitting for more than five minutes. There was a timer on everything. Well, at least there used to be. And I threw all the food in a bag, and I figured, what the fuck, man? I'm not going to throw it away. It's yeah. going to... You're a grown boy. Yeah, I don't want to waste that. I'm, I'm a grown man. They got pissed off. Grown boys fired. need food. It is what it is. True. You were probably the McDonald's biggest... McDonald's story compared to your fucking shit? That, that's brutal. Dude, but now watch this. Tim, crazy war story, though. What's your one where you're like... Oh, well, fuck. on that one, I'll just go to the bathroom. Because <laughs> I can't top that. <laughs> You know, you don't even have to. Talk I don't about have like Shane Bill, Shane sure, Bill, sure. <laughs> exactly. strip him, <laughs> yell, throw cabbage at him. He's like, What's going on? Own. I thought this was Christmas. <laughs> you have to have one where it's like oh, a yeah. crazy funny one because I have, I've like fell in shit and piss. I have, I have so many dumb stories of over in Iraq of so mishaps. Shugu, do you know what Shugu is? Yeah. So you, Put, it's glue, basically. It's glue that you can, you can glue shoes back together. Um, we were assaulting a target, and you put it in your butt. Nope. Um, they had they they cover their their shit boxes with plywood, and somebody had fallen in there and lost their shoe in this box of shit, and um, I also had damaged my footwear that evening, and I borrowed some shoe goo from a boss. I fixed my shoe and I put that shoe goo back where it went. Um, that night where my friend fell in the box of, shoe, of shit, we walk in and it was a bomb maker ID's house and there were these very unique looking Iraqis that had red hair and freckles. Um, and Special area? No. You were at Wendy's? No. No, this is real, real, real Iraqis. No, trust me. So in Iraq, in uh, Baku, uh, no, in um, uh, the four corners of Baghdad, there was a blonde haired blue eye family. Yikes. Just in the fucking, and they were Iraqis. Yeah. It's just a weird fucking, I was like, uh, they couldn't speak English or anything like that. I was like, what are you doing oh. here? Yeah. Weird. Got weird. along. They were fucking locals, but yeah, so go on. So we, we've hit this house. I end up doing the battlefield interrogation, the, the, the interrog like the the rough interrogation of these guys and uh one guy is smells like shit and he's missing shoes and my my boots are like tore open so we go back that night i fix my boot with his shoe goo and a couple of days later we hit another target and we find these same guys on these target but the weird part is I'm wearing shugu around my neck like a dog at this point because the guy I borrowed the shugu from thought that I didn't put it back and I had stolen it. And once they found it um, as punishment to me, I'm wearing the shugu around my neck. <laughs> I love your own missions. <laughs> this is so military. You're no, still I'm a well, they start I military. Yeah. 
I have a 550 cord with shugu hanging from my neck, and as I walk into this house again, these 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 red-haired, freckled faces, dudes like stand up, and they see me and they recognize me, and there's immediate fear because like I was not nice to them the last interrogation, <laughs> but now I have shugu hanging from my neck. They didn't understand that I'm wearing it because I'm being punished. And they thought that I was about to use the shoe goo on them in some way. They're like this fucking mongoloid American with a shoe I just like walk in with a shoe goo around my neck. And they're like, oh my God. And I'm smiling because I'm like, you guys are about to fucking die. And they don't understand a they word. no idea. Other than they see this. So I was embarrassed, but they were in fear for their lives, and both of them for good reason. (laughs) I'm really glad that they didn't understand that I was just being there, that was around my neck to be punished. I used it, of course, as like fear tech. You use this, I will use this on you. So Bill, Bill's like, what the fuck? I don't even know where to go. I, I, I'm, I'm bouncing around in my stories in my head, and I'm like, oh, no, that one doesn't work. No, that, that's not good enough. No. Yeah, yeah, I, I got nothing. It's so weird coming, like, because when you hear the stories, this dude, you're going on a mission that you could die from, and the military is still like, you're punished. You're yeah. being punished. Where the shoe, shoe glue, fucking, and a clock. <laughs> And they will do that all the like, all, go on, bro. And you're like, why? They're the smartest dumb people on the planet. Oh, it's fucking They're amazing. so the most amazing humans that can do the most extraordinary acts, courage, bravery, speak, you know, like the, the songs are made about them. The recruiting videos. Yeah. Yeah. Well, shoe <laughs> With the sword and the dragon, yeah. that whole thing. Yeah, we like we missed the shoe goo. <laughs> you know, the covered in shit, uh, like the losing your shoe and doing the rest of the mission without your shoe because it's in a, it's in a shithole. Um, yeah. Like, those are omitted from those videos. Have you, have you, uh, have you watched any of the fat electricians videos? No. Nah. He's one of our other co-hosts that we have on here. He has the funniest fucking historical military videos I've ever seen. He's gonna surpass us all in subscribers. Like he's he, he's what is he one point? He's already like passed me right now. But his military stories oh, are Nick so is. fucking funny, man. What's, it, what's his handle? Fat electrician. Fat electrician. He handle. has some of the best stories because we talk like Jake McNasty is one. Have you heard <clears throat> the story of Jake McNasty? No, but I'm gonna go to the bathroom while you tell it. Get it. I'll wait for you, and then we'll wrap it up. Pardon me. Wait, I have to. Oh, if you have a like Nick, fat electrician is comedy gold. Yeah, and he, yeah, he tells like stories about old World War II fighters and just legends. Right yeah, right there. Oh yeah, I know him. It's oh god, his oh, content so is so good. So but good. Getting a follow, dude. He's one of the best humans. Nick, we love you. Love you, Nick. We miss you, buddy. You beautiful. Son. That's my brother's name. Love that name, dude. How amazing is he, dude? Bill is one of the greatest. I just don't want him ever mad at me. No. He's the most he's, fear I've ever had in my life is. I feel like, I feel like he, he could do the mountain yeah. thing where it's just like, oh, skull. Just like, yeah. He snuck up behind me at HEB. I was checking out and I back. I, I feel like a shadow goes like this. I was like, that's weird. <laughs> and I back up and I hit a wall. There's a brick wall. I'm like, ha. Huh. And I turn around and Bill's like, Ew. I was like, Jesus fuck. I thought <laughs> I didn't know what was going to happen right there. There's a huge human I couldn't move. <laughs> was just going to oh. have his way with me. And I have to bow down to <laughs> Bill, how old are you? Um, let's see, what's today? I'll be 58 in three days. I was telling how at HEB you were like, I just felt a shadow cast over me like this, like a cloud. So, <laughs> and then I wait, turned were you around born and I was like, on Christ- ah. Were you born on Christmas? 
Were you no, born on Christmas? Twenty second? No, I was born two days ago, twenty seventh. Oh, okay, gotcha. So we you, you hit the headline. Well, happy! F- it's a birthday episode <laughs> two. This is amazing. We're bringing vets cheer. Thank me, Bill. So, what's the uh, the secret? You're. I want to be physically imposing, so my daughter's husbands will be in fear for their life for forever. And my son will always know that there's nothing he could ever do to beat me in anything until I die. And I'm talking like 80, you know, like he goes, plays NCAA fine. I'll still fucking smoke his balls. I'm telling you, man, I'm trying. I got a 17 year old right now that just benched, I don't know, 225 for like 18 times the other day. The fucking kid's <sighs> a monster, but yeah. um, he's 17. Yeah. Can you do that? He has God's testosterone right now. No, he has Bill's well, testosterone. Bill's testosterone. Yeah. Bill's. I shall give you something. Don't it's hold m- your nipples. That's weird. No, it's like Bill's like milky. No, it's <laughs> so he's like, this is my from testosterone. I was reaching for my soul, not <laughs> my nipples. Where's my soul? My this soul is, is not here. nipples. No, when I do soul. this, this is not my soul. Where is your soul? Where does your soul reside here. then? One no. hand right here. in the middle. No, it's here. See? He's got a big soul. I get. I have a or huge, small hand. I have double D souls. You do have big hands too. Yeah, we got meat hooks. They're mints. Look, those are intimidating. Yeah. I used to be intimidating. Now I'm just an old, you know, shadow of myself. But I, I sure. Mean, my, yeah, my, nobody my, gets that. My son. Now let's uh, circle back to like what's what's we we. Get, I you sh- look like Grant, like Santa Claus with PTSD right now in that camera. Like it's gonna cut to you. <laughs> <laughs> that is a Santa Claus that is just gonna. <laughs> That is the most <laughs> ho 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 rips it. No no no, no 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 He's got the sleigh, dude, in his I'm, garage. <laughs> the sleigh in my garage. Yeah, man. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, yeah, I was three twenty-five, like two ninety when I was played Santa Claus, so I was fairly intimidating. But you know, you watched it two ninety. Two ninety. Yeah. Where's the heaviest you've ever been? Three twenty-five. God, that's gigantic. But and that but is you guys got to understand. But you got to understand when I played football. The guy in front of me was was 340. I played nose guard, right? And I was always a 265, 270 walk-around guy. So I took it upon myself to train as hard as humanly fucking possible, and I had to eat 15 to 1,000 calories a day. I'd get up in the middle of the night and eat twice. I'd eat 24 <laughs> eggs a day easy, at least. But I'd just eat all fucking day. But I'd train twice. You know, that's all. I was a robot. That's all I did for 20 years. Yeah. It was it. I mean, all I wanted to do was walk around with the biggest fucking traps. And I had a bad neck to begin with. So I, I had to reinforce it. And Big I'm, traps will help. I'm of the opinion that you're only as good as, you know, your next day, not the fucking day before. So, I mean, as long as I can breathe, I'm going to walk my ass up to that weight room and I'm going to fucking train because I, and, and I'm, a, I'm addicted I'm to it. Well, I mean, I'm in. Dude, just I addicted it. to it, and I feel like shit if I don't do it. So is that addiction, or is uh, is this to strive to be better than my I, I I than I can? I just try to be better every day, no yeah. matter what. You know, I mean, and my son is like, did I mean it sucks growing up in our footsteps? Yeah, it just does. I mean, it puts added pressure and. It's just it, they got enough problems. My son distanced myself from it, or dis- distanced himself from it in the beginning, you know, through this recruiting process and everything. He's doing everything on his own. He's picking up the phone, calling, co- calling coaches, and the kid's a fucking man, you know. But uh, it, it's just a, it's a different deal, and, and and 
his drive is different, you know, because he wants his own identity and he's made his own identity. But my deal is that I still got to be there to kick his ass to keep him in line. Yeah, you know, and uh, I can't, sh- I can't surely not go to the gym every single fucking night when he goes to the gym because I could still walk. Yeah. I got a funny story, and it reverts back a little bit to military. So I used to co-own a Muay Thai gym with an ex-gunny, with an ex-gunny of Pendleton, right on 76, right at the front gate of Pendleton mm-hmm. when I lived in, in Fallbrook. and uh, Beautiful area of the country. Oh, man, it was absolutely except gorgeous. For except for the people. The Marines were great. But <laughs> the Marines well, are here people. We go. <laughs> um, I, knew, I knew I was going to. Uh, I fed right up. Goldberg here you go, Marines. fucking law bomb this balloon. <laughs> no, I like all you guys. Um, but I, I co-owned the Muay Thai place. It was, uh, I, I, it was a love of mine. Absolute love of mine. Extreme power Muay Thai. It's still there. Uh, um, and 75% of the guys were, were military. And... I train every day, and one day I left, and I went back to the house, and we have a, a big farm uh, ranch in, in San Diego. And to make an extremely long story short, I'm riding on my four-wheeler, and I've got a gas can in between my my four-wheeler and the handlebars, and something fucking, I, I lean wrong, and the throttle sticks, and my wife's uh, uh, jumps horses, right? And so, shows horses. And so there's a big arena down below, it's like a 20 or 15 foot drop from the elevation I was at the barn. And the throttle stuck and I was aimed straight for the fucking, for the arena. And there was a tree on my level that I figured out in a split second that I was just gonna fucking bail it and I was gonna hit the tree. And as I hit the tree, I was gonna simultaneously jump, and I'm 290 at the time, I'm simultaneously (laughs) jump off the fucking four wheeler. So bad plan. It was a horrible plan. Yeah, bad plan. But leading into the plan uh, was was a, a circumstance t- where I had just broken, I had just gotten over having four broken toes on my right foot from Muay Thai. And it was literally, I just got over it. And I'm, But I'm wearing tennis shoes. So I got this plan all figured out. Well, the plan goes awry. And I, uh, I fucking hit Weird. the tree first. And then it launched me. And I did, I did. The visual's beautiful. And I did a one and a half. And so I used to be on the diving team as a kid. That's a very small fact that people don't know. But I did a one and a half, and then I landed flat, right, facing where I was, where I came from. Yeah. And my fucking toes just, like, darted into the ground. So I broke every fucking toe on both feet. And my right fucking leg, I thought I broke my right leg, and I'm laying on the ground. And there's a helicopter. There's a helicopter flying above me, and I have this flashback thing or whatever that I'm in the military, right? Because I'm listening to you guys every fucking day down at the gym talk about coming from work, and and I'm laying there going, and I'm trying to assess everything. I mean, am I good? You yeah. know, is everything here? And I just fell off a fucking deal, right? I mean, it was no big deal. But I, I assess the situation. I was fine. My right leg was fucked up, swollen already. I had a hematoma on the thing. It was a different fucking color. And I and I tried to get up and I couldn't get up. And I'm like, you know what? These fucking Marine or oh sorry. <laughs> All these military guys, they go through shit every fucking second. And you don't hear any of them fucking crying and bitching. I know they're crying bitch. I know, I know. Okay. But I That's tried to do. motivate myself <laughs> to get up. 
And I God, I love you so much more right now. I'm just You're saying, going, they wouldn't give up. All of us would be like, I would have given, I would have given up. up. Right. Yeah, my toe, my toe, Bill my toe like, hurts so no. bad right now. Those soldiers would be stopping into this gym. It's like, no offense, but if they can do it, I can motherfucking do okay. anything. That, that's that's how that's how I think about anything. If that's anybody awesome. could do something, I can motherfucking do it. I don't care. So I'm crawling to the fucking house, like literally crawling. And I, whatever. And, and I get to the house and I knock on the door and, and Wanda answers. My wife's a stunt woman and she's got, her fucking testicles are t 10 times as big as mine. <laughs> she's the toughest human being I've ever fucking met. And I get to the door and she looks at me and she goes, are you all right? And I said, yeah, I'm fine. Within 30 seconds, she had a, a shot of tequila and a Vike in her hand. And I'm like, I really married the right yeah. woman. <laughs> Holy shit! It was a lot of things are making sense about his son now, though. Is as like, well, yes, you got some some superhuman genes going on here. Yes. He has like the baddest woman on the planet. Yeah. There's a stunt woman that then makes babies with you. Yeah, yeah. she can do. We well, make babies. Squat like one thirty five and on and do squat on top of a fucking medicine or not the medicine ball, but the exercise yeah. ball. I can't even fucking sit on it without falling off. Bill, blink twice if you need help. I know. <laughs> but it's, I'm willing. I'm you willing. You breathe to, with me, yeah, husband. So <laughs> You're like, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. He weighs 325. Okay, yeah, okay. I remember one time I, okay, it was after my fucking toes finally healed. So I was out doing yard work. And it was the first day I was able to go out and do yard work. Long story short again, here comes Wanda, and she's holding her hand. And I, I, I say, you all right? She goes, hospital. When my wife says fucking hospital, yeah, we're going. she's fucked up. Yeah. So she moved her hand, and her shit looked like somebody ripped the skin off of her fingers. And, I mean, it, I almost vomited right there, right? And so what had happened was the halter got... She was trying to uh, get, there was a, uh, a, a bungee cord hooked to the halter of her horse, hmm. and she couldn't get it off, and the horse flailed, right? And the, the metal on the bungee cord literally just ripped fucking her shit. It was vomitous. Did you beat the horse up? I, no, I was puking over there in the corner. <laughs> Bill grabbed the purse in his high heels no, and got he, her he, to the hospital. He picked up the Fuck horse. The purse. I just, <laughs> yeah. I just picture Bill's like, so oh I, 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 I get her to the hospital and she's in the ER and the doctor starts calling everybody in. Hey, you got to come look at this. And, and I'm over there just yakking in my mouth. And Wanda's like, you know, excuse me, but can you please can you fix, fix this? this? And yeah. I, I haven't had anything for pain yet. But yeah, she's. Uh, yeah, where where was the the shot in Vicodin from you? Uh, we were in a hospital. Yeah. It should have been from the doctor. Should have been. She runs up. She's like, "Baby, I need a hospital." It's like first off, I'm, fa I'm failed <laughs> as a husband. <laughs> now we get. Oh man, she got degloved. It was nasty. That's if you nasty. guys don't know what degloving is, is uh, when the flesh is it was torn away nasty. from. Man. Literal said. That's why you're not supposed yeah. to wear metal rings for like certain pieces. So of now it. she calls her finger Frankenfinger. Girl, that is fucking. Uh, okay, you find guys. First off, before we close this out, do you have any uh, words of wisdom? You already been so goddamn moto this entire episode, which we truly appreciate. But for anyone out there on Christmas Eve or uh, Christmas Day that are all alone or anything, like words of wisdom, words of advice for powering through. Anything no pressure. Yeah. Um. 
man, the world is an amazing place. No matter how dark it is, uh, tomorrow is always going to be a little bit lighter and that you're not alone, that there are people that love you and appreciate you and that a permanent solution to a temporary problem is not the answer. Like you can call me, like email me, Tim at sheepdogresponse.com. You can call, you can pick up a phone and there's a veteran that is sitting there that wants to talk to you, that wants to hear about what's going on in your life. So like, don't, don't, don't do something dumb. Come up to Austin, have coffee with me. We'll go hang out. It's all going to be fine, but don't do something dumb. Just celebrate that tomorrow is going to be a more beautiful day than today. And, uh, and then just make it to tomorrow. And if it helps, I'll have coffee with you and Tim. Sick. I'm in. I want to be there for that. 100%. You know, I want to have coffee with Tim and Bill. <laughs> yeah, the world is a fucked up place, but you know, you always got to turn negatives into positives. That's right. And, uh, you know, think the, think the best of people until they uh, prove you wrong. And then, you know, treat everybody how you want to be treated. It's a simple saying, but there's a reason why it's a simple saying, right? And, uh, um, well, it's as you were saying earlier, buddy. It was like, you said it best earlier when you were just like, it doesn't matter what you're going through. You were like, I have to be the strongest. I have to be the best. I'm always going to dedicate my time for that. And I think if people did that or had that mindset for uh, different things in life, you will get so far. Because it's like I, you might be having a bad day. You might want to quit. But that's not your determining factor. Your determining factor is like, I got to push myself harder because I want to be the best at something. Or, hey, this day sucks. How do I get over it? Through sheer will and determination. Perseverance, man. Yeah. Perseverance. Yeah, not giving up and knowing that, you know, if, if it can be done, then you can do it. So. Goldberg's Garage. Boom. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. I'm, no, I'm saying, I'm saying, like, where do we find you guys at? Goldberg, you're trying oh, to... Oh, yeah, where do we find right you now. Close them out. Close them Gold, out, Cody. Well, hold, hold on. Goldberg's Garage. That's where Bill's trying to get some subs right there. Please follow it. Please, please give me some subscriptions, man. Give I'm begging. Loves. No, I mean, yeah, it's Goldberg's Garage. It's on Instagram and... Uh, on YouTube, uh, the, the I'm just trying to follow in y'all's lead, man. Everybody, all you goobers who watch these guys, come over and watch some of my stuff. It's fun, man. Do it, goobers. You know, it's all about a thousand horsepower and ripping tires off of cars and making fun of people and making fun of yourself. And that at, at the end of the day, that's all what it's all about. I'm going to blow your tires off of that TRX. <laughs> if you want some of the wait. best, uh, and I, I will swear by this, for, like I just it you. is. The Goldberg best humans Garage. to go follow, watch their content, deep dive on it, and then most importantly, take away what their message is and how motivational they are. Because these are the guys that motivate me. They should motivate the fuck out of you in life. And watch them, learn from them, fucking ingest that knowledge and have fun, live life, be positive, and be merry. Guys, thank you for joining the Unsubscribe Podcast voice. again. Like, subscribe, and comment. <laughs> Tim Kennedy, Bill Goldberg, follow them everywhere. Where do we find you, or boys? Your at? ass is next. Where do we find you? The greatest country in the world and the greatest state in that country. That is a terrible call out to your social media. Find me in America, <laughs> yes. America.com, YouTube America. I'm right down the street. Google me. <laughs> no, non self promotion here. We're, 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 man, it was awesome coming down, hang out with you guys. Appreciate the invite. I cannot wait to Thank shoot, you. attack people from the back of a trunk next to a Ford F 150, and then shoot cannonballs into somebody's head. It's like, these are going to happen. Yeah. You are going to get text messages about. This and this is our next shooting area is the Palladium at the rent <laughs> movie theater. Can't wait to break where that we'll down. have a raptor as a prank. <laughs> this is gonna be amazing. Goldberg, where do we find you? Uh, Goldberg's Garage, YouTube, and uh, 
Goldberg95 on Instagram and Goldberg's Garage on Instagram. And, you know, just fucking Google Goldberg and you'll <laughs> fucking find me. You'll find him. Um, Everybody's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm going to Google. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we love you. You've been awesome. Merry Christmas, happy holidays, and fucking crushed life. Ho, ho, ho.